emanating from www.michaelnimmons.org. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Giving voice to issues that matter to you. Featuring author, motivational speaker, and minister, Michael Nimitz. What's up, family? This is your boy, Mike Nimmons, and you're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And I'm so happy that you have decided to take this time out today to spend it with us. I am Mike Nimmons. I am your host, author, motivational speaker of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And we're the show show that's giving voice to issues that matter to you. Welcome. Got a lot of great things in store for you on this edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. So you've got to stay with us from the beginning all the way to the end. I guarantee you it's going to be a great ride. Those of you who are listening to us from Blog Talk Radio, we truly appreciate it. The link is blogtalkradio.com forward slash thinking out loud radio. And if you're watching us live on our Facebook fan page, facebook.com forward slash thinking out loud radio is the link. To watch us live as we broadcast this show every Tuesday from 8 to 9 p.m. We truly appreciate those of you who are who watch us regularly and listen to us on a regular basis. Thank you so much. Again, this show is going to be great power pack. We got a lot of great things in store. I'm excited. I'm excited about a lot of things. And I'm getting ready to tell you about one thing that I am truly, truly excited about. We are so excited to announce that not only has the Detroit Youth Choir, which you've heard about over the past several weeks, uh, getting ready to audition, preparing to audition for America's Got Talent. Not only did they reach their goal of raising funds for their trip to Cincinnati, Ohio, to audition for America's Got Talent, but they have surpassed it. That's right. Thanks to your kindness and generosity, they have raised a whopping $5,680 for their trip. Thank you to all of you who donated towards this worthwhile cause. These are some great young people, and I'm sure they are very grateful for your generosity and I can't wait to see them perform on America's Got Talent stage because I just believe that they're going to make it that far. We're going to keep our fingers crossed, uh, but uh, they are getting ready to leave on November the 13th, headed to Cincinnati, Ohio. We plan to be there uh, when they leave to see them off. We'll probably do a Facebook Live uh, to commemorate and celebrate the occasion. But again, again, I want to thank you so much for helping us to help them. And you have helped them with uh, your generosity and your donations to help them get to Cincinnati, Ohio. And it is greatly appreciated. Also, in this edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show, we're going to be talking to a very, very funny guy, good friend of ours. And uh, I can't say enough about him. He is just doing some big things. In fact, uh, some call him a very hilarious brother, comedian Horace H.B. Sanders. He will be on the show with us on tonight. We recently did an interview with him, and I want to share that interview with us. I mean, it was off the chain funny. I think I laughed through the whole interview. (laughs) 
I thought this would be a welcome departure from politics just for uh, just for a few moments and we can step back and take a deep breath and just laugh and get your laugh on let off some steam so I know you're going to enjoy this interview coming up very shortly also in the second half of the show we're going to get uh, serious and tackle the question of the week and that is in light of the recent mass shooting it took uh, you know about it the the shooting that took place in San Antonio Texas uh, at a church there it seems in just a matter of days and yet another shooting inside of a church how can we solve this problem of gun violence or do you feel that this problem just can't be solved we want to get into that question in the second half of the show this is your opportunity to give your comments and your feedback ask questions as well on this highly controversial subject so feel free to chime in remember to call us if you like at 646-787-1615 that is the phone number and at that time at that time we plan to open the phone lines during that last part of the show also you don't want to miss our very special thought of the week and for those who may have been missing our thoughts of the week uh, you can always go back uh, to our archives and listen on iTunes, Google Play Music, and tune in. Um, they're typically at the end of every show, and we give our thought of the week to kind of help you, uh, motivate you to get through the rest of your week. And you definitely do not want to miss our thought of the week for today. I believe it directly ties in line and is aligned with our question of the week. So you don't want to miss our thought of the week also remember to follow us on all of our social media accounts on twitter at tol radio show on ig or instagram at the tol radio show again you can stream our show live from our thinking out loud radio facebook fan page at facebook.com forward slash thinking out loud radio and go to our website, michaelnimmons.org, if you want to find out more information about us. Michael Nimmons, N-I-M-M-O-N-S dot O-R-G. And there you can find out more information about what we're doing and what we have coming up. Also, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Go there now while we're talking. Go to iTunes, Google Play Music, or TuneIn, whatever device you have. Look us up and subscribe to the podcast. You want to be tuned in. You don't want to miss a minute of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. I guarantee you. week's current events segment another church massacre takes place over the weekend this past sunday a gunman by the name of devin kelly kelly burst into a san antonio church and opened fire on the entire congregation killing 26 people and wounding several others among the victims was his own grandmother-in-law according to police uh, then gu the gunman's rage was directed towards his own relatives. Thanks to a good Samaritan who pursued the suspect after he fled the scene, uh, it's believed to be the good Samaritan's bullet that ended his violent this violent encounter. Uh, we plan to delve deeper into this story a bit more in the second half of the show as it directly relates to the question of the week. Our thoughts and prayers are out, go out to all of those families who have been impacted by this violent, this senseless act of violence. I'm sure you all know by now that today is election day in our country. Municipalities and states across the country were actively engaged in the voting process and hopefully Everyone that is listening to us did go to the polls today and exercise their civic duty and vote. I did just a couple of hours ago. In fact, I was number 300 in my precinct. I hope that our series of shows dedicated to some of the major candidates leading up to this year's election uh, help you make an informed and empowered decision. If you miss any of those Meet the Candidate shows, you can always go back to iTunes, Google Play Music, or TuneIn to get all you need 
and to get uh, more information about the candidates that were up for election and re-election. Go there. The Meet the Candidates month was a very successful month for the Thinking Out Loud radio show. my favorite music the Spartan fight song that's right the Michigan State Spartans did it again this past Saturday the MSU Spartans took on the number 7 Penn State Nittany Lions in a battle for the ages in a hard fought Big Ten clash this game which started at 12 noon had a three and a half hour rain delay that was won by a field goal from Matt McLaughlin as time expired the MSU Spartans continue their improbable run as they will face the Ohio State Buckeyes this Saturday in Columbus, Ohio. I say improbable because nobody is expecting us to do anything. We've always been considered the underdog. So we're good with that. We're fine with that. We'll we'll just make that a part of our bulletin board material. Nobody is expecting us to win. In fact, I think we may be 15-point underdogs. That's all right. That's okay. We're going to go in we're going to go into Columbus and we're going to take care of business. Mark my word. Mark my word. Tell Uncle Urban that Mark D'Antonio and the Mighty Spartans are coming. We are coming. We are coming. Maybe one day this great coach Mark D'Antonio will get his due. He will get the respect that he so deserves. I hope he does. I'm excited. I don't know about you. We're going to ride this Michigan State fight song right on to break. But when we come back, we're going to get right into our interview with funny man uh, Horace H.B. Sanders. Don't go anywhere. Don't touch that dial. Keep it locked. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. It's their birthday and need a gift for that special someone. Then call KCN Designs and sit back and smile. KCN Designs specialize in custom-made all-occasion baskets that are sure to make that special someone smile. Call KCN Designs today at 248-820-3691 and order your custom basket today. Hi, my name is Maya, and you're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with radio show host and my daddy, Michael Nimmons. You better listen to that little girl. Looking for a professional tax and bookkeeping service? Then look no further than Consumer Tax Clinic. This is a full-service preparation and bookkeeping service that prides itself on great customer service, professionalism, and getting results. Have tax returns that still need to be filed or getting audited or having issues with IRS? Call Consumer Tax Clinic today at 248-395-0079. That's 248-395-0079. Consumer Tax Clinic, a tax service designed with you in mind. So we're back on another VIP, very inspirational spotlight edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And I have a very, very funny dude on the line who's doing big things and is definitely an inspiration. Let's give a warm Thinking Out Loud radio show welcome to my good friend and definitely a very hilarious brother, comedian Horace H.B. Sanders. What's up, H.B.? Hey, what's up, Michael? <laughs> Thanks for having me, man. Glad to be a part of this very inspirational program. Hey, that means I'm doing I'm some glad. things right in my life. <laughs> Absolutely. 
absolutely, man. I'm so glad to have uh, to have you on the show, man. You're a very funny dude. I remember seeing you um, uh, some time ago uh, back at my church, Greater Grace Temple. We uh, we always have um, laughing with the Bishop comedy shows, and uh, you were one of the first comedians, I believe, that uh, they brought in. So I'm so happy to have you on uh, the Thinking Out Loud radio show, man. So let's get right into I, it. Let's get right into it. I yeah, appreciate it. I've always had a great time at uh, Greater Grace. Um, have a real good uh, relationship with the whole church family over there and the members, and uh, done a lot of great things over there. Uh, a lot of great. Oh yeah, there, so. absolutely, absolutely. So, so tell me, um, tell me, Horace, or, or or you prefer to be called HB? Uh, both are fine. Um, I know who you're talking <laughs> about. <laughs> you know, <laughs> in your in your bio, in your bio it says uh, HB stands for hilarious brother. Is that true? Well, I'm, I'm kind of like uh, I, I copy a little bit off of uh, 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 one of the comedians I looked up to growing up, uh, uh, Red Fox, when he was Fred Sanford on uh, Oh Sanford and Son. So he would have the Fred G <laughs> Sanford, and it changed. So HB is is a uh, is interchangeable. So like when I'm on stage, it's Larry's brother. You know, if, if you're talking to my sister, it's her brother. Uh, if, I'm, if I'm hungry in the morning, it's hash brown. <laughs> uh, when I go to church, it's holy Bible. You know, I'm flexible. Right? I'm, I'm ambidextrous like that. I can go you know, where I need to go with. You. Oh wow, that's awesome, man. <laughs> so, so tell me, Horace um, or HB, hilarious brother. How, how long have you been doing comedy? Uh, I have probably been doing it professionally for about 21 years now. Wow. Um, yeah, 21 years professionally. I, I started a little before that, but I don't, I don't, I don't call that professionally. I was in college. Uh, I was just really getting my feet wet. Now, that was very important in fundamental phases, um, but I, I always like to give uh, credence to the comics that came before me and the people I watched coming up in the game uh, doing it the right way. So I say 21 years legit. Um, professionally getting paid for it <laughs> and um and able to be a a public figure with it. Oh, okay. Oh awesome. So how did you how did you break out into comedy? What made you decide to go in that direction? Well I was you know, everybody wants to be funny, Michael. Um <laughs> and my, my you know, think everybody wants to be funny. The, right. And the problem is some people think they're funny when they're not. Uh, yeah, that's, that's when true. you run into the problem. Right. But we all like to be funny. Humor just makes everything go better. So um, when I got into college, I got to go to the University of Michigan on an academic scholarship. Ooh. And I, <laughs> I know you ain't going yeah, to scholarship. You, you, you're, talking, you're talking about MSU. You're talking to an oh, MSU okay. uh, alumni. So so that's why oh, you got okay. the boo. <laughs> the boo, okay. Well, you know, okay, in that case, I'll talk a little slower so you can follow with me. <laughs> All right, this ain't a move over. <laughs> what happened to the inspiration? Right? <laughs> That's funny. Um, you know, I, some of my hey, some of my best friends went to state. I had some a lot of fun going back and forth with the land. Um, That's hilarious, though. <laughs> so um, the uh, so I was at, I was in college. And, um, you know, I wanted to be funny. And what happened was, in, like, in high school and middle school coming up, I was not the funny one. I was the corny one. Oh. You know, of my boys, I was the corny guy. Now, I didn't care about being in public. I loved to perform in front of people, being in front of audiences. I wasn't afraid of that. But I was the corny one. Like, my timing was just, you know, it was just a little behind. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, you just missed the light. Like, oh, it just red on me. I couldn't make it. Like, ah. I would always get stuck to like I'm following somebody. We traveling, you know. Uh, I keep getting left at the light. They gone. I got to call them and find out where they at. Literally. So somehow when I got to college, it was like God gave me a superpower. Like I got bit by a spider with comedy in his blood, uh, and I became this superhero. I, I tried out for this talent show. Um, I prepared some jokes with uh, one of my roommates, good friend of mine, one of my best friends, Donovan, and uh, he went over the material with me. And it was kind of cool because it was four of us that were sharing this, this house at the time. 
And I told mm-hmm. the idea and some of my jokes to all three of my roommates. And two of them was like, boo, that's whack. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, I was like, dang. But then Donovan was like, hey, man, hey, man, some of that was pretty good. So he worked with me on it. And not that he was professional, but just you needed somebody to bounce stuff off of. Somebody's going to give you right. an honest and fair assessment. Right. So I did that, went over the material, got it ready, got a new style, you know, got, had to get a new fit for the, for the talent show. It was a big deal. This was like the big biggest black event on campus right i went to the talent show and i came in second place um oh. but second was amazing because the girl that won uh marnell she was she was phenomenal songstress i mean she had the dress the smoke she had the pipes like she <laughs> nobody was gonna beat her you know anybody right. would have had to show up to beat her or something. <laughs> um so for me to come in second was incredible plus i won now i want some money i think i won 500 dollars. so i was like what <laughs> um, and that, you know, I got bit by that spider. And from there, I started doing some things on campus. Uh, you know, I have events, different functions. Right. Hey, horse, get a horse to host that. Or, hey, go do this. And then from there, to, about a year later, I met some comedians from Detroit, and I started doing my own shows on campus. So that way oh. I could book them. You could use that college money. You know, they have funding. They take some of our tuition and set it aside <laughs> to do events. So I found out about that. I got on the council, started bringing events to, to campus. And paying oh. other comedians, you know, that I met, Detroit, Chicago, and different places. So now I'm booking them, so I'm networking. So then they're booking me and stuff, and I'm, I'm like, oh, okay. This is a circular system. It's, I call it Negronomics. It's learning how to work this first thing. <laughs> and, uh, man, a few, and a few years later, I ended up being full-time in it. Got some TV opportunities. I um, was able to go on BET Comic View, uh, take right. that national show. Yeah, right. And it's, uh, it's been a ride ever since. Man, and, and and as I'm listening to you, you you won't believe this, but one of one of your jokes just came back to me when um you when you performed at Greater Grace, you were talking about the difference between white people and black people and being late for work. Oh. And <laughs> you still remember that joke? <laughs> one more, yes, sir. <laughs> Yeah, that's a, <laughs> I don't want to blow it, but you 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 mind just giving our listeners a taste of what that joke give, give us the joke uh, the difference between white people and black people being late. Well, and I always have to preface it so that I'm accurate. I say not all white people, not um, all white but people, some, right, but a right. lot of white people that I know tend to be on time. <laughs> so right. they're able to oh, uh, shy, they're able really. to enjoy a lot of the the more ac- uh, accruements of society as they're going to work. Like, they're able to enjoy the scenery, you know. They're taking their time. They're stopping at red lights, you know. They're slowing down. They're using turn signals, you know, four or five uh, blocks before they get to their driveway because they're just, hey, they're enjoying it. They're changing lanes. They're stopping to get coffee, you know. For other people, they work, you know. And uh, they're able to pull in and pick, select their parking space. You know, fine. They have their choice of parking space because they're early. You know, hey, it's no one there but the boss. Sometimes he's not there. Uh, they can get perfectly parked and get out, get the jacket, get the materials and utensils and the paperwork they need out of their backseat. Walking to work without spilling a coffee, juggling anything. They can take two or three trips because they're early. You know, they, could, they actually have time to forget something and go back and pick it up and come back. They tend to be not all, but. A lot that we know. Right. And then in contrast, you know, not all black people, because that would be wrong to say that, and that's not accurate, <laughs> but a lot of black people we know. It's a whole different story. Uh, we wake up under stress, under pressure, because <laughs> we know we hit that alarm button. We know we hit snooze more than once. And then the, the worst part is when you get, because you, know you know what the best sleep is, right, Michael? You know the best sleep? When it's raining. What's the best sleep? When it's raining. No, uh, uh, no, it's a lot of homeless people that would be very upset with you with that answer. Um, <laughs> what do you mean when it's raining? I can't sleep when it's raining. You're selfish, Mike. See? <laughs> it's all about perspective. No, not I see. the best sleep. When I say it, too, you know, you go ahead. Throw me another, throw me another guess. Okay. Right, so the best, best sleep, sleep is. Well, in this, I guess according to this context, maybe when you're running late is when you're you, uh, you having the best sleep. Or when it's time to no, get up. Give me, give me a, well, that, that last five minutes. 
that last, that last five, five minutes, minutes when it's time to get yeah, up. That's, yep. the, that's the best sleep. You get up at six. Say you get up at six fifteen. Somebody call you at six ten. You are mad. <laughs> I know. Like, what is right. it? Five minutes. Like, don't you get up at six fifteen? Yeah, I got five <laughs> old minutes. Click. You ain't even open your eyes to have a conversation. You are angry. And the bad thing about cell phones now is you can't slam it down. You can't. Back in the day, you could hang up on people. You were here to click. <laughs> you know, bam. You could throw the phone. Nowadays, you got to pay a deductible if you throw that phone. I need to make a click app. That's what I need. I need a hang up app. I'm going to make that, Michael. So I'll let you get in on it. You okay. Get a percentage of it. We're going to have a hang up app. When people make you mad, you say, click, dang, 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 the old hang up noise. So throw that. And that will probably so, be even uh, better than the old phone because with the app, is you had a high-definition sound in the background. <laughs> it could be 3D. It could be both systems. Like, you just <laughs> it's just popping in their ear. <laughs> and um, the uh, so that last five minutes, you know, you're trying to sleep. So you try to get back to sleep, right? You know you should get up because that actually was the, the Lord getting you up five minutes early. You know you needed something you had to do, but you're like, that's the devil trying to take my minutes. So you go back to sleep, and now you then went past the clock. You ever you ever be dreaming that you got up and got ready for it, or got up to go? <laughs> right, right. Like now you you dreaming it. So the sleep is so good you dreaming it, and everything is perfect in the dream. It's always one little detail that throws you off to finally let you know you're in a dream. Like everything else is perfect. You got a new house. You got service. You got to iron your clothes. Your food is prepared. You married. Your spouse is happy to see you in the morning. Like everything is perfect. The kids all organized and says, hey. And then you go out the door to your brand new car, and then it's an elephant sitting in your like passenger seat. So you're like, how is it an elephant in the passenger seat? You can't get an elephant in the. Oh my god! That's when you jump up. Oh man! I only got one more time to be late. Oh, what was I thinking? One more time to be late. Because you done had this conversation. Boss brought you in. You only got one more time to be late. Right. So you trying to make it. You're like, because I ain't late yet. I woke up late, but I ain't late yet. So you rushing. You skipping all kind of steps and details. You glad you got a toothbrush at the job. You hope your deodorant lasted from last night. I'm going to keep my arms down. You need to deal with lunch later. You driving. We flying. Now, we ain't like, like I said, this is a lot of black people. Not all. You know, that white person was driving, taking their time. You are running red lights. You are. You ain't using no turn signals because you decide where you go as it goes. Or you ever do this one? It's a red light. You can't turn. There's no turn on red. So what do we do? Right. We cut through a gas station. Act like we was getting gas. Why do we talk to ourselves? Like I'm gonna get some gas. No, I ain't. I changed my mind. You get your alibi together. If they pull you over. There's nobody else in the car, but you talking to yourself. I'm gonna get some gas. Oh, I'm gonna get gas somewhere. Else. Who are you talking to? You're, in, you're talking to OnStar. You're in the car by yourself. Just go where you're going. We get to work, man. We pulling. Ain't no space left but handicap. Pulling there, lying, leaving the car running. You running into work. You trying to act like he was in there already. <laughs> act like he was in the bathroom, wetting your hands up while you're going. And that's when you get to your desk and realize three people have been there already. And, 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 and Becky, who got there on time, then left a coffee on your desk. <laughs> <laughs> With a note, two creams, one sugar, just like you like it, Michael. <laughs> I knew you'd be late, so I put the hand warmer around. Uh, man, that's just, you know, man, my thoughts on stone. <laughs> Not all. Oh stone man, hilarious! I told y'all this is one hilarious brother, <laughs> but. Well, yeah, I remember that joke, but of course you told it better the second time. <laughs> well, I love I, appreciate that, I, man. I, I love comedians. For me, my biggest pet peeve is is when a a comedian is not naturally funny. And 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 so when they tell a joke, it's funny the first time, but then when you hear it again, it sounds contrived. It sounds oh well, I know the punchline, so you know it's 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 it sounds more like a routine than than them being naturally funny. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, but see, Michael, to be fair to comedians, this is why. Okay. Especially stand-up comedians, and I, and I do get your point. We we heard that. The, the right. problem is, is that uh, and this is why I think. Comedy is the hardest uh, form. Stand-up comedy is the hardest form of entertainment, okay. uh, especially live entertainment. Um, because with musicians, 
you have music as an option. You can play an instrument, you know, whether you're solo or with a band. If you're a singer, you generally have accompaniment, you know, music in the background. You know, most people aren't doing their whole set a cappella. So right. um, you, if you're dancing, you got ensemble, you have music. And, uh, like, if you go see, like, who's one of your favorite singers or finger rappers? Who, who's somebody you love to see perform live? Lecrae. Lecrae. All right. When you go see Lecrae, you bought the tickets, you got, the, you know, you got your Tim's on, you ready to go. Right. You go there. You you don't want to see Lecrae do a whole new album that he just did last week that's not been released. <laughs> if that's all he does, you're like, hey, man, I can't see none of this stuff. You, know? <laughs> you, you want to see him do your jam, right? Right. right. So you can rock with it. You can dance with it. So with singers and performers, you want to see them sing or rap or do what you know so you can perform with it. But it's the opposite mm-hmm. with comedians. You don't want to see that same joke again. You don't no. want to hear that same bit again. But no. that's what we worked on. That's what we developed. The reason we got it to be funny in the first place is because we did it so many times. So we always got to have something new. You know what I mean? It's right. like every time, it's like having a relationship, but you can't wear none of your clothes again. You got to keep having new outfits. <laughs> like, man, come on. I can't change it up, change the top and the shoes. Oh, I can't even pants already. You can't wear them no more. Like, dang, I got to have a whole new fit every time. Like, this ain't going to work. <laughs> I got to start dating again. <laughs> I do not have enough outfits for that. That's too much pressure. <laughs> so, and I understand, uh, I understand what you're saying. And, and yes, there's a lot of pressure that you guys are under. But, but me, the, the focus really is on just being naturally funny. I enjoy comedians that are naturally funny, like whatever they say. It doesn't have to be a routine or a bit that they worked on, but people mm-hmm. that are just naturally funny. Let me just put it that way. There yeah. are people that are just naturally funny that happen to be comedians. Did I, did I say it right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds good to me. I'm going I'm to say it again. It sounds good to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to borrow that. <laughs> it's pretty good, Mike. I see why you got your radio still, Mike. Um, but I do get what you're saying. That's, we call that turning it on, being able to turn it on. Okay. Or I, I call it being funny on the on. I used to be on the Oprah couch, right? I guess she still got her chairs and couches. Um, <laughs> like when you could be funny on the Oprah couch, like mm-hmm. it, it, if you could be funny at a show, people will like you. And if they come see right. you, pay, come check them out, you watch them on TV. But when you could see them be funny on the couch, right, in passing, now now they can start to love you, um, and they'll follow you and they support you because they'll say what you just said. Man, they just funny. You just enjoy. Whatever come out their mouth, even when they not trying right. to be funny, right? And and all and all I'll say is, as natural as the talent may be, there's still a lot of skill involved with that. There's a okay. lot of practice. Like uh, proper preparation uh, prevents uh, poor performance. Uh, hmm. One of my good friends, Dr. Lewis at Henry Ford Academy, uh, a mantra they have at the school now. Uh, so when you prepare properly, it's supposed to look easy. It's supposed to look natural. It's supposed hmm. to be uh, yeah, it's supposed to look. It's supposed to look so easy that you think you can do it, um, mm. but you really prepare for it. And then what'll happen is once you're prepared, especially in comedy, you got your bits ready, you got your set ready. In the moment, you'll hear those improv moments. You'll see things that happen, and you'll be able to adjust. And I think one a, a comedian from Detroit that's really good at that, Kool Aid, uh, really good friend of mine, hilarious guy. Mm-hmm. He's he's able to take a bit like we can know what the joke is, and he could take it to any city, to any environment, to any state, and he'll know how to do perfect segues so that that bit or that joke seems like he just wrote it for you. And oh. all he'll change is the segue, um, which is the, the in-between. That's the ramp, you know, the, the merging on the traffic. The way he goes from one bit to another, or right. one joke or one topic to another, he, he's right. a master at that. He's great at it. And then you got some comedians uh, that are masters at comedy itself where they – they could do an hour of material, and you'll never see that hour again. They never have to do it again, and they're good. And they're going to have a whole new hour the next time you see them. But that's not that, – that's a rare, like I said, a handful of masters. There's only a few people I've seen live, person, uh, in person that can do that. I strive to get to that point. I'm not there yet. I'm mm-hmm. good at taking improv moments and uh, taking situations and making them new and fresh or redoing my bit, you know, like I said, changing up the outfit a little bit so it looks different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um or even like like I I be honest with you when you told me to that you wanted me to do the the black white joke 
I was right. like, I really, I really didn't want to do a joke on the radio because it's hard to do a joke on on a radio show because it's just <laughs> you talking. But actually, once I gave in, I just had to do it differently, and I had to flow at the moment. I didn't just do it this, and I actually had fun with it. I, I think, like you said, I think it was funnier this time than it was the last time. <laughs> um, right. So some of that stuff I'm gonna keep for next time. So just being open. <laughs> If I say, if you're willing to try something that that make make you uncomfortable, and this goes for anything in life, um, and just go past those moments because I don't feel like doing it, but I'm gonna do it anyway. You'll find those special places and uh, just new opportunities, new ways, those nuances that you didn't know were there because you didn't take that chance. God, God bless you, man. I pray that uh, you will get more um, opportunities that 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 the the territory will enlarge for you. Mm-hmm. And um, the best for you is yet to come. Mm. Thank you for being on the show. Appreciate you, man. Thank you, Michael. And, uh, hey, all the best to you. I think you're an amazing talent. I love what you're doing, the people you're giving exposure to and opportunities and the way you're growing. And uh, one day I'll be able to get on. It won't just be Oprah's couch. It'll be Mike's couch. Uh, (laughs) You'll be be out there, man. And uh, I'll just end with this. No matter where you go, that's where you'll be. Helen Keller once said, the only thing worse than being blind is having sight but no vision. What a truly profound and compelling statement. Our book entitled Vision is strategically designed to give you the tools you need to see yourself and your future in a whole new way. Vision coming soon. Visit michaelnemis.org for more details. Looking for a professional tax and bookkeeping service? Then look no further than Consumer Tax Connect. This is a full service preparation and bookkeeping service that prides itself on great customer service, professionalism, and getting results. Have tax returns that still need to be filed or getting audited or having issues with IRS? Call Consumer Tax Clinic today at 248-395-0079. That's 248-395-0079. Consumer Tax Clinic, a tax service designed with you in mind. Don't, 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 don't touch that dial. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. Hi, my name is Renita James, and I listen to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with the radio host, Michael Nemeth. I encourage you to tune in on Tuesday evenings from 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. on Blog Talk Radio. Listen to the Thinking Out Loud radio show every Tuesday from 8 to 9 p.m. on blogtalkradio.com forward slash Thinking Out Loud radio or watch us live on our Thinking Out Loud radio show fan page. Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We are back, and I know you enjoyed that interview that we just recently had with Horace H.B. Hilarious Brother Sanders. <laughs> Man, he is definitely a hilarious brother and a very inspirational person indeed. I don't know about you, but I laughed just listening to myself laugh during uh, the interview with Horace uh, Sanders. Man, I, I just laughed and laughed and laughed some more. <laughs> 
It's good to laugh. It is good to laugh. Let off some steam. Let off some stress. In fact, the Bible says in Proverbs 17, 22, a merry heart doeth good like a medicine, but a broken spirit dryeth the bones. In other words, laughter is good for the soul. Laughter is as good as medicine. Laughter is good for your natural and your mental health. So it's just good to laugh. Laugh. So laugh. You need to laugh. And in the spirit of laughter, as an added bonus, we've got some exclusive stand-up audio that comedian Horace H.B. Sanders wanted me to share with you. Take a listen. Enjoyed that that little clip there 
In fact, I know you enjoyed it, but we're going to take a quick break and now we're going to get it, put our serious face on and uh, and we're going to tackle the question of the week, which essentially is how can we solve this problem of gun violence? Is there a solution out there? We'll find out on the other side of the break. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. It's their birthday and need a great present for that special someone? Call KCN Designs and sit back and smile. KCN Designs specializes in all occasion custom baskets that are sure to make that special someone smile. Call KCN Designs at 248-820-3691 and order your custom basket today. Helen Keller once said, The only thing worse than being blind is having sight but no vision. What a truly profound and compelling statement. Our book entitled Vision is strategically designed to give you the tools you need to see yourself and your future in a whole new way. Vision, coming soon. Visit michaelnemis.org for more details. Don't, 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 don't touch that dial. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. Hi, my name is Maya, and you're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with radio show host and my daddy, Michael Nimmons. You better listen to that, little girl. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We are back and as promised, we're going to get into our question of the week, which is essentially what is your solution to this problem of gun violence? Or is there a solution at all? Do you even believe that there is a solution to this problem at all? In the aftermath of yet another mass shooting, we need to ask ourselves this question and really dig down deep for some concrete answers. You know, this is happening far too often and too many lives are being lost without something being done. Uh, At the very least, make it harder for the mentally ill to get semi-automatic guns. Devin Kelly, according to reports, had a history of mental illness, but somehow he was still able to get his hands on semi-automatic weaponry to wreak havoc on innocent people at a local Texas church. Apparently, there are no laws in Texas preventing the mentally ill from legally purchasing semi-automatic guns. This would seem like legislation that should be in place across the country, and yet it's not. And 26 people and countless others have to suffer because of it. Gun rights activists will tell you it's, it's our Second Amendment right to bear arms. But is that really the answer? Does putting guns in the hands of more mentally unstable people really the answer? Or even putting the guns in the hands of just more people in general the answer? So we can essentially become the 21st century version of the Hatfield and McCoys. No, this isn't the answer either. I think maybe a better question is why aren't there more politicians in Washington proposing more gun legislation to prevent more mass shootings like these from happening? You know, I know why. You know why, too, because they are all in bed with one of Washington's biggest lobbyists, the National Rifle Association, known as the NRA. You know. The reason there isn't more politicians speaking up and speaking out is because the NRA is lining their pockets to keep them quiet so that they can move the NRA agenda forward. This is why the President of the United States just said yesterday that gun control would not have prevented this shooting in Texas. Unbelievable, really. Is there a more insensitive 
uh, uneducated and uninformed response that we could have gotten from the leader of the free world? Maybe not. But this is where we are. From the looks of things, it it does appear that Washington, it doesn't appear that Washington wants an answer. It doesn't appear that the politicians want to see th these mass shootings come to an end. You know, from the looks of things, it doesn't even appear that the NRA would even consider putting gun control ahead of their own agenda. This is sad because we'll continue to hear about and, and witness more lives being cut down. We'll continue to see the casualties of our do-nothingness grow. What a sad state of affairs. Something needs to be done. There are changes that need to happen. We must stay vigilant and determined. You know, I know, I know what we can do. I know what we can do. There is another election cycle coming up in November 2018. And we need to start working on it right now. It's time to start holding these politicians accountable for the positions that they hold. Call your congressman and senator and tell them, if you want my vote next year, this is what has got to be done. If you want us to vote for you, then you've got to do some things for us. You've got to get to work on uh, comprehensive legislation on gun control. You've got to do it. This has got to be done. Shame on Washington. Shame on the politicians there for not doing something. Shame on you for, for folding your arms and closing your mouth and not saying something about that. The, there's something that needs, this is a, a huge issue and something definitely needs to be done. You know, something needs to be done. Get on the phone and call your congressman, call your senators and let them know if you want my vote, then you've got to do something about this mass, these mass shootings. There's got to be something that can be done if you want my vote in November of 2018. That's just my two cents on it. You're more than welcome to chime in as well. Um, we're going to take our last break and when we come back, we're going to give you our thought of the week. You don't want to miss this, uh, this, this thought of the week. I'm telling you, you, this is one that is truly going to bless you. I guarantee you. Stay close. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked. Keep it locked. Keep it locked. Who told you that you were deficient? Who told you that you were nothing? Who told you that you were worthless? Who told you that you had no value? Purchase our book, Who Told You That You Were Naked, from our website, michaelnimmons.org. Don't delay, do it today. Also available on Amazon. Looking for a professional tax and bookkeeping service? Then look no further than Consumer Tax Clinic. This is a full-service preparation and bookkeeping service that prides itself on great customer service, professionalism, and getting results. Have tax returns that still need to be filed or getting audited or having issues with IRS? Call Consumer Tax Clinic today at 248-395-0079. That's 248-395-0079. Consumer Task Connect, a tax service designed with you in mind. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. Hi, my name is Renita James, and I listen to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with the radio host, Michael Nemo. I encourage you to tune in on Tuesday evenings from 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. on Blog Talk Radio. Listen to the Thinking Out Loud radio show every Tuesday from 8 to 9 p.m. on blogtalkradio.com forward slash thinking out loud radio. Or watch us live on our Thinking Out Loud radio show fan page. Oh, yeah. Thinking Out Loud radio show. 
giving voice to issues that matter to you. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. It's time. 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 For the Thinking Out Loud radio show, Thought of the Week. As promised, we're back and we have a special dynamic thought of the week just for you that's directly aligned with today's question of the week and offers us an answer a real answer that I believe is far greater than engaging the politicians and the politics in Washington Uh, this sermon is entitled he's still the one we just want to give you a clip of it stake we just want to give you a clip of it take a listen I'm waiting on someone to say the one thing that we need the most in these last and evil days is prayer. That's what I'm waiting on someone to say. Waiting on someone to say, in these last and evil days, the one thing that we need the most is a relationship with God. I wish I had a witness in this place. The one thing that we need the most is the very thing society says that we can do without. Yet, we can see what has happened to society without prayer. We can see what's happened to our cities without prayer. We can see what's happened to our government without prayer. We can see what's happened to our world without prayer. But I hear the Lord saying to us on this morning, if my people which are called by my name, would humble themselves and pray and seek my face. Then will they hear from heaven and I will forgive their sins and I will heal the land. Look at that neighbor and say, Lord, I, need, I want you to heal the land. Come on and give God a praise if that's your prayer on today. So we can see what these events have done to the psychology of mankind. This has only driven them further away from God. In fact, these senseless acts of violence have even justified their atheism in some respects. I was listening to a sports talk radio show on Friday. We spent most of the show discussing the shooting events that took place in Connecticut. One of the hosts of the show openly confessed his own atheism and how it's events like this that only confirm and validate his disbelief in God. He had the audacity to ask the question, how can God allow 20 little innocent children and six adults to be killed by a deranged man? How could God allow these horrific events to take place in a world that he created. How could this be a part of his plan? He, no doubt, like many of you, were asking this same question. How could God allow these types of events to happen in a world that, we, that he created? People of God, we as people of God answer this question, but how we answer this question rather is what separates us from a world that does not know God. How we answer the question, how we answer this question is what separates us from the world. How we answer this question solidifies our faith and belief in God instead of cultivating unbelief. How we answer this question recognizes God's superiority and our inferiority. How we answer this question only confirms our limited knowledge and reveals God's infinite wisdom and understanding. I believe the Apostle Paul said it best in Romans the 8th chapter and verse 28. He said, and we know 
that all things are working together for the good of them who are the called, who love the Lord and who are the called according to his purpose. Uh, there is some information that we have uh, that the world doesn't have about life. There is some information about, about God that we know that the world doesn't have. I wish I had a witness in this place. We have some information about our existence that keeps us in the midst of hard times. We have some information about God that keeps us from killing family members and loved ones and then turning the gun on ourselves. We have some information about life that we don't trip off on our job and kill up everybody in the suite and, and turn the gun on ourselves and, and, and end it all. You see, people of God, it's, it's these events, it's events like this that have the opposite effect on us as people of God. You see, when the turbulence of life seems to push the world further away from God, uh, it's these events uh, that draw us closer to God. Uh, it's these events, it's these times, it's uh, the songwriter said, in times like these, we need a savior. In times like these, we, we need an anchor. And then he went on to say, be very sure that your anchor holds and grips the solid rock. Oh, and he said, if you don't know who that rock is, he said, that rock is Jesus. Oh, uh, he is the one. That rock is Jesus. Oh, uh, he's the only one. And then he concludes that song by saying, be very sure. On uh, these last and evil days, we need to be very sure that our anchor holds and grips the solid rock. Give God a praise in here. I hope you enjoyed uh, that powerful clip. That was a message that uh, God gave us a few years back. Uh, it was around the time of the Littleton, Connecticut uh, shooting um, that took place and took those uh, young children's lives. And uh, it was a message that God gave us to share uh, back at Greater Grace Temple uh, during the seventh, uh, 730 service. And I was very happy to be able to share that message and very happy to share an excerpt of that message with you. I hope it bless you because uh, in this day and time where our thoughts and our minds are being pulled in all different directions, we got to remember one very important thing that God is still the one. He is still the one that uh, can uh, change minds and change hearts. He's still the one that can turn uh, this world around. He's still the one that can do the impossible. I hope this uh, thought of the week blessed you as much as it blessed me. I want to thank uh, Horace Hilarious Brother Sanders for being on the show with us on, on tonight during our VIP segment, our very inspirational spotlight. We truly appreciate him and uh, he, his presence has definitely made tonight's show exponentially better. If you want to follow him, if you want to know more about him and want to get more information on where he may be performing next, just go to www.horacehb.com. Sanders.com and there you'll be able to get all the information you need on this very funny comedian. Again, go to www.horacehbsanders.com. And I want to thank you for listening to us. We truly appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Those that are listening right now to us and streaming with us, we truly appreciate it. And even those of you who may have missed the live show but are listening to the podcast, we appreciate you just the same. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for sharing this podcast with someone else. We truly appreciate it. And continue to subscribe, continue to share the good word from the Thinking Out Loud radio show with all of your on all of your social media platforms. 
Well, we got to get out of here, but we'll see you same time, same station next week with another Power Pack show just for you. And as always, until next time, if you think it, then you can believe it. If you believe it, then you'll see it. If you see it, then you'll be it. If you be it, then you will achieve it. The power rests within you. The mind is the most powerful muscle in your body. Use what you got to get what you want. The power is in you. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show podcast. Be sure to support all of our show sponsors. If you like the show, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play Music, or tune in. Want to book Michael Nimmons for a speaking engagement, book signing, or corporate event? Send an email to contact at michaelnimmons.org. Be sure to follow the show on all of his social media accounts on Twitter at TOL Radio Show, on Instagram at the TOL Radio Show, and on our Facebook fan page at facebook.com forward slash Thinking Out Loud Radio. Are you an entrepreneur and want to advertise? Become a Thinking Out Loud Radio Show partner. Send an email to Thinking Out Loud Radio Show at gmail.com. We have some affordable advertising packages just for you. The Thinking Out Loud Radio Show, giving voice to issues that matter to you.